happened. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Coast to Coast Podcast Mock Draft 1.0. And today we are welcomed by Chan Veer Hoti, the winner of our fantasy football league. Jeez. Chan, how are we doing today? The king, the king of the league, the king. <laughs> Thanks for coming yeah, on, Chan. Man. But uh, we got all four of us. Thank here you for today. having me. Yeah, eight draft picks a person. We're going to go through the NFL draft. We're going to provide who we think each team should select, reasons why, with needs and such. So without further ado, let's get into it. With the first overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft, who do the Jacksonville Jaguars select, Chan? All right, so we got a new coach. We got Urban Meyer in this. Um, as we saw last season, that even though Minshew was healthy, they didn't want to play him. So either they're trying to set up the system to have a new quarterback come in, but it's pretty obvious that Trevor Lawrence is going first. All right, so we got Trevor Lawrence off the board. Does anyone have anything to say about that? But I think it's pretty straightforward. Nah, man. All right. Yeah, I, I'd be shocked if that didn't happen. Yeah. All right, so we're just going to run through it. The second overall pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, New York Jets are on the clock. Jose, who do you got? I've heard a lot of talk about Zach Wilson or Trey Lance, but I think the Jets need a QB badly. They need a playmaker, and I think there's – they're stupid if they don't take Justin Fields. Justin Fields off the board. All right. So now number three overall pick, 2021 NFL draft. We got the Dolphins on the board with their pick from the Houston Texans in the Lammy Tunso deal. And I, myself, in the Dolphins GM position here, I would like to propose a trade, number five, to Chan with the Bengals. I know you guys need a big left tackle out there, and you got the best left tackle on the board in Penesul. How about we do a trade trade here? We won't include the first, I mean, the second round picks and such, but what do you think about a swap? You get to go up in the draft, and theoretically I get a second round pick in the future third. I'm going to be honest, I don't think the Bengals are going to be trading up. I think there's a lot of talent in this uh, draft for offensive linemen, and I don't see the advantage in the Bengals trading up. Okay. All right, we'll run with that. So, therefore, with the third overall pick, the Dolphins will select Penesul, tackle, Oregon. Big body guys shown his success in the Pac-12. So the number four overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. Carson, what do you got to do here? Um, I mean, like I was thinking about just taking like the best defensive guy available because that's like really what the Falcons need. Um, but I think like with Zach Wilson on the board, he's too hyped of a prospect to not draft him and let him, uh, you know, sit under Matt Ryan for probably a year. And I think it's a perfect opportunity because yeah, Ryan was still probably going to be good for a couple of years, but I think you should be able to, you know, draft him and then, you know, trade Ryan later and probably get some, some more assets for him because I think, uh, you know, Matt Ryan is still a, a top, you know, quality quarterback in this league. So I think I'm going to have to go with Zach Wilson to be the, the Falcons quarterback in the future. All right. We got Zach Wilson off the board. So we're moving on pick five, Chan, you got your second pick here. The Bengals, obviously a pro promising quarterback in Joe Burrow. They need a lot of help, though. So what you got? All right. So obviously, as we saw, uh, the uh, Dolphins took the number one tackle, right, in the uh, draft. So as a result, I think they're going to take Rashawn uh, Slater, uh, tackle Northwestern. He uh, is killing it. He's not obviously as dominant as Sewell, but he's still a great tackle. And, and they finished so bad in protection that they need uh, offensive linemen. Definitely got to agree on that one. You know, a guy that showed his him against um, – what's his name? 
Uh, Chase Young, obviously in the yep, big time. Yeah, got a lot so, of film against yeah, Chase Young. Yep, yep. We know he's a versatile guy. He can play, you know, either left tackle, right tackle, inside, especially with, you know, someone like Jonah Williams, a promising prospect at left tackle. We'll see what goes on there, but love the pick. So number six, Jose, you're the Eagles. What are you doing here in this situation? I mean, okay. Like, perfect scenario, Eagles are hoping Panice will either falls or they trade up, but I think – their number one need right now is is offensive weapons, and I think there's a great offensive weapon here on the board in Jamar Chase. But it's the Eagles, so we're gonna take Devonte Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, love the if, pick. If I could, if I could intertwine real quick, I I, I disagree with uh, Jose. I think that Zach Ertz is not coming back, and and they they might take Pitts with that pick. Pitts is a solid player; he's destroying it. That's a hot take. Yeah, I know. Pitts is honestly yeah. definitely I'm, I'm saying, Yeah, but the Eagles, the typical Eagles move to, would be to take one of those receivers. Yeah. You know. So they're going to go with the Bama guy here, Corin, the, uh, Jose, you know, a talented guy, won the Heisman. We know what he can do out there. Obviously, he's got injury concerns, you know. He's 170. He's a frail guy. You know, kind of, you know, gives <laughs> that Deshaun Jackson kind of a lighter version of him. But we'll see what he mm-hmm. can do. He's a talented guy. He stays on the field. He's going to be produced for you guys. But with the number seven overall pick, the Detroit Lions are on the board and myself. You know, I did do a lot of thinking about it here. I think you got some needs. You got wide receiver. They just lost Kenny Gallaudet to the Giants. Uh, I think defense is huge for them and O-line. So ideal situation here. I'm looking to draft the top wide receiver that's on the board. So, therefore, I'm taking Jamar Chase out of LSU, a big body guy that can go up there and get it. You know, he's not the deep threat that uh, Devontae Smith is, but he kind of replaces that Kenny Galladay mold. It's just going to hope that Jared Goff can get the ball to him, but I'm just going to walk with Jamar Chase at pick seven. All right, number eight, Carolina Panthers. You know, they got a quarterback problem apparently of Teddy Bridgewater. They've been looking for the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. We don't know if this trade's going to go down, but Carson, you're on the board at number eight. What are you doing for the Panthers? Yeah, um, you know, like you said, they do need a quarterback. But I think, honestly, if I'm them, I'm going all in for Deshaun Watson. And I think a player that would probably be thrown in that package who I'm surprised is still on the board is Kyle Pitts. I'm taking him. Uh, it would be a perfect, you know, put him in with uh, – they lost Samuel. But you still have D.J. Moore, Robbie Anderson. It's a really, really solid offense so as long as uh, – or as well as CMC. Uh, so I think I'm going to take Pitts and then, you know, hopefully be able to put him – uh, in a package to get Watson. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Pitts here because I'm just surprised he's still on the board. Yeah, definitely one of the most versatile weapons we see on football. You know, he just came out, ran a 4-4-6 unofficial. Uh, the hype's yeah. crazy around this guy. You know, he's probably the best tight end prospect we have seen since Vernon Davis, in my opinion, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. sheer speed and athleticism. So, I love this guy. I think he's going to have some great success in the league. Anyone else got to say anything? Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised he fell, but I was hoping I could I could snag him further down. It's fine. Yeah, right. I'll, actually, yeah. Okay, so we'll move on. Since Chan joined the show, we gave him his team. We gave him the Broncos, number nine overall pick. You know, made a huge signing in free agency. We're able to secure, secure Kyle Fuller from the Bears. You know, pretty big steal of a deal. You know, people were thinking they take Farley, Sertain, but it's in the hands of you, Chan. Who are you taking? Yeah, all right. So when I was doing research for this, I saw thousands and thousands of mock drafts that said that uh, Philly was going to go. And I'm looking at these drafts, I'm thinking they're re-signing today. They just re-signed 
uh, what's his name? Uh, Kareem Jackson. They, they're bringing on Bradley Roby. They're bringing on uh, Kyle Fuller, who's arguably one of the top cornerbacks, right? Bryce Callahan killed it. He was, he was a rookie coming out, and he, and he killed it. He was held his own. And in that situation, I think what we need help with is linebackers. I don't see them taking a quarterback because I hate to break to you, Carson, but I think a lot of sources came out that Deshaun Watson is choosing between the Broncos or the Niners. Um, we'll see what happens, but even if he does go to the Niners, we still have a lot of free agency room. So there I see them taking Micah Parsons, linebacker, uh, I want to say Northwestern, but I'm not Penn sure. Penn State. Uh, he's five-star recruit. Oh, Penn State. Five-star recruit. He's killing it. We did lose linebackers, and I don't see us taking a quarterback or a cornerback. Yeah. Definitely a versatile guy, you know, can play inside, outside, especially with the future of Von Miller in question. Um, he can be a guy that can provide some pass rush, but uh, definitely a position of need for the Broncos. But we'll move on. Pick 10. Jose, you got your Cowboys. A lot of problems to address, mainly that their defense. What do you got for number 10? Yeah, I mean, my ideal scenario is Penai Sewell. Hopefully we can trade up in the actual draft. Um, but if we can't, you know – I think we need a great guy to pair alongside Trayvon Diggs and who better than his, uh, his Alabama alum, fellow Alabama alumni, Patrick Sertain, the second at number 10. That's who I'm going with. A guy that performed great at his pro day today, ran a four, four, two, 18 reps of two twenty five on the bench. Absolutely ridiculous. Great to see from him. Like five I think, less you know, than me. <laughs> especially with <laughs> Farley having injury concerns now with going under surgery. Uh, definitely love the pick. Anyone got to say anything so far before we move on? All right. We'll uh, keep no, it moving. Man, solid. All right. So, number 11 overall pick, the New York Giants. According to me, we'll select Quiddy Pay, edge rusher, Michigan. I think it's a position need that they need to address. Uh, the last guy that they had that was a big sack guy that's off the edge was uh, Marquise Goldwyn two years ago. Obviously, they got Leonard Williams. They got a big front, guys. But I think Quiddy Bay is a guy that can slide out there, play that edge outside linebacker role. Um, this defense is nasty for the Giants. I think it's one that's going to be one of the tops in the leagues heading into next year. You know, headed by Joe Judge, who came from Bill Belichick, a good defensive coach. I think Quiddy Pay is going to be the pick here. So we'll move on. Number 12, Carson, I gave you our Niners. What are you going to do for them? Man, I mean, we do need a quarterback. Waddle is pretty tempting, just the, just the thought of Waddle, Ayuk, and, uh, uh, and Debo. But, um, you know, I think I'm going to have to take Trey Lance and, you know, you know hopefully look to trade uh, Jimmy. I know there's been some rumors that the Patriots kind of want him back. I think that would be a, a pretty, pretty solid deal. And then uh, we could just take Trey Lance and have Shanahan develop him. So I'm going to go with, with, with Trey Lance, honestly. Hopefully he'll be our, our QB of the future. If we can't get Watson, because, you, you know, like, that's the ideal. Definitely got to agree on that one. A solid pick in Lance, a guy that, you know, he's shown that he can't, does not really uh, turnover prone machine, you know, in his best seasons at SD, uh, North Dakota State through no interceptions. It's what kind of got him the buzz on the board, especially coming from Carson Rentz, his alum. So the 13th overall pick, San Diego, I mean, no longer San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers are on the board. Chan, what do you got them doing? All right, so idealistically, I, I see them taking Kyle Pitts. I see Kyle Pitts dropping, and, and I see them Kyle Pitts because the loss of Hunter, uh, Hunter Henry definitely will affect them and will affect Herbert. But if Kyle Pitts is not on the board, um, I see them taking Christian uh, Darisaw. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, tackle Virginia Tech. 
as I said before, this draft is loaded with offensive linemen, and I definitely see a lot of talent in this guy. They need to protect Herbert. Herbert is is the future. I hate to say this as a Broncos fan, but Herbert is one of the greatest quarterbacks that's going to be coming up in this league. Got to agree on that one. I know Jose's got Facts. a strong opinion about that one. So, Facts. Moving on to number 14. Um, Jose, you're on the clock for the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, you got a promising uh, rookie performance out of Justin Jefferson out of LSU, put at the 1,400 yards. What do you, you have them doing in this draft? I mean, I think the number one need the Vikings need is an O-lineman, and sadly, they're all gone right now. So um, I think their edge, their edge could use a little help. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give them – where's he at? Gregory Russo. Honestly, love the pick coming from the U himself. So we'll move on to pick number 15. Uh, we got the New England Patriots on the clock. Uh, obviously, made a lot of moves this offseason, you know, going out there, spending big money on guys like Judon, um, re-signing Cam Newton, um, t- plenty of moves. But, you know, for the number one role, thing I need, think they need, they need a dynamic wide receiver one. You know, they got guys like Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Julian Edelman, uh, Jacoby Myers, but none of those guys strike me as a guy that's going to be a number one receiver in the offense. And I actually slotted Rashad Bateman at this, but seeing that Jalen Waddle is still on the board, despite his injury concerns, it's too much to walk away from. So I have the New England Patriots selecting Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. All right. So moving on to pick number 16, Carson, you're on the clock with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, obviously, we're able to secure J.J. Watt this offseason. Looking to be promising, but still got a rough division ahead of them. What do you have them doing here? Um, I mean, Waddle is juicy. I'm, I'm mad you took him because I probably would have taken him uh, just to pair him with, uh, you know, A.J. Green and then, uh, you know, D-Hop. Uh, but I'm going to go with Christian Barrymore uh, to pair him with Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. I think, uh, you know, this guy's 6'5", like 3'10". Uh, you know, Alabama, I mean, Alabama's always producing, you know, really good pros. Um, just putting him with those two guys and, you know, to learn under those two guys I think would just be incredible. And, you know, the Cardinals do need defense as well. So uh, I'm going to go with Barrymore. Barmore. Barrymore. Yeah, sure. Barmore. Yeah, great run-stuffing guy out of Alabama. We've seen some great prospects come from there. Quinn and Williams. Jonathan Allen, Deer and Payne, a lot of big guys from there. So probably going to have some success in this league. So we'll move on to the number 17 overall pick. Uh, Chan, you got the Raiders. What do you have them doing here? All right. Um, I think the Raiders are one of the most poorly uh, managed organizations in this league right now. And I don't know if it's the gambling, but with Gruden, is, something's wrong with Gruden. I mean, you look at this offensive line, they're, they're gone. <laughs> There's only one tackle that remains from the uh, – the previous seasons, and even that tackle was not the best. Uh, you look at Rodney Hudson, they released him. That was a two-mil cap hit for this year's cap. So I don't really know what's going on there, but I think they're trying to do an offensive line regime change. And their five seasons seeing uh, uh, Jackson uh, Carmen, offensive tackle uh, Clemson. He was there with Trevor Lawrence, and I think he's going to do well under Gruden, but we'll see. Honestly, they love their Clemson guys out there, so makes sense for a pick, something that Mayock, Mayock and uh, Gruden would go for. So the number 18 overall pick, uh, the Dolphins have their own pick, their own selection here. Jose, what do you have them doing? Uh, I mean, I think the Dolphins, you know, their defense is already pretty elite. They, they need a running back, but I don't think uh, there's any running back talented enough to take in the first round. 
So I have him taking another Miami guy, Jalen Phillips. I mean, I've seen I've seen analysts talk about this guy as if he's the best uh, pure pass rusher in his class. Uh, he obviously had um, five and a half sacks in his final three games. So I think Jalen Phillips is a guy that, that would fit in this Miami defense. Staying local to Miami, I love the pick. You know, was super talented, was a former five-star recruit. I believe he was the number one recruit in his class when he came out. Uh, went to UCLA, didn't have much success there due to the injuries. Came to Miami, had a breakout season uh, alongside Quincy Roche. Love the pick there. So number 19, I got the Washington football team. They're on the board. Uh, for top needs, I got future quarterback, offensive tackle, and uh, linebacker. So at this point, uh, we already see – Someone like Caleb Fari is on the board. I think they're secure at corner at this point. You know, they got themselves Kendall Fuller, and they also have William Jackson, who I believe is a very underrated player. So looking along the list, I'm going to have to take Jeremiah Owosu Koromea out of Notre Dame, a super versatile linebacker. You know, he showed he won the Buckus Award. Just He may be a frail linebacker, but I feel like in this Washington defense – He's going to excel. I feel like they're missing that one guy. You think Ruben Foster was going to be it, but it seems like he's gotten a lot of problems with um, uh, getting into trouble. But just looking at him, he had a lot off of the field you know, stuff. Yeah, a lot <laughs> off the field stuff. Uh, but Jeremiah Wilson, <laughs> 47 tackles, um, was able to get some pass rushing in there. I think he's a dynamic guy, and I have him going number 19. So the 20th overall pick the Chicago Bears on the clock. Carson, what do you have them doing here? Um, they need a quarterback. So, I mean, hopefully they, you know, maybe trade up, but uh, they also do need a tackle. Um, you know, if they're going to go with Andy Dalton, they're probably going to be pretty run heavy and, you know, tackle super important for that, obviously. So I'm going to go with Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, first team, uh, all big 12, uh, this guy's a monster, 6'6", uh, 320. This dude is insane, and uh, I think it would be a nice fit for the Bears. And, uh, you know, David Montgomery would, would probably be happy for show. I would agree on that one. Got to keep the guy who, you know, had a really good end of last year. So, move on to the 21st overall pick. Uh, we got the Col Indianapolis Colts on the clock. Obviously, they were able to secure Carson Wentz. Appears to be the uh, heir apparent, you know, to Andrew Luck at this point. Um you feel like Frank Wright got the keys to unlock this man. So, Shan, we'll hand it off to you. What do you have the Colts doing? All right, so we look at the Colts organization, and I had to ask my brother for this because, uh, you know, he's a Colts fan. And, um, I mean, you look at the team right now. The defense, stellar defense, right? They were able to get Malik Hooker back, and, and everyone else is killing it already on that team. So we look at the offense, and offensive line is one of the greatest lines in the league is right now. Um, so with P.Y. Hilton hitting free agency and a new quarterback coming in, and Marlon Mack hopefully returning healthy. Uh, they're taking a wide receiver, and I think uh, they're going to believe in Bateman, uh, wide receiver in Minnesota. I think that's the best choice for them right now. I would I had Waddle down initially because I think he's going to drop, but we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, go out there, get Bateman, a guy I myself am personally high on. Uh, I think he's got a huge ceiling. You know, I think Devontae Adams is a ceiling. This guy, you know, he's physical. Yeah, he's a speed. He can get some speed on him. Uh, I love what I've seen from him out of Minnesota. Just want to see him produce. So love the pick. So move on. Number 22, um, we got the Tennessee Titans. Jose, you're on the clock here. Um, what do you got to address? Yeah, I mean, at first I had J.C. Horn down for them. They need, they need a tight end or a cornerback. They just lost to Dory Jackson and Desmond King. 
Um, and I was hoping, you know, JC Horn would still be here at 22, but mm. somehow, some way. Oh, yeah. Somehow, some way, Caleb Farley is still on the board here at 22, which I think is a steal for the Titans. Uh, you know, he's got he's got the size, he's got the speed. I, I think he's going to be a great a great player to replace uh, Adore and Desmond. All right, so we had the Tennessee Titans selecting Caleb Farley, um, cornerback, Virginia Tech. So 23rd overall pick, the New York Jets are back on the clock after uh, getting this pick from the Jamal Adams trade. So at this point, you know, we already have Justin Fields going there. So taking a look who I think, you know, I think they need a deep threat wide receiver. Uh, also got to go for an edge or a cornerback. Um, ideal scenario for them, I either have them going Aziz Ojolari. But in this situation, a guy that I think just showed crazy potential with Rondell Moore running a 4-2-9 at his, combine, I mean his pro day. So I'll have the – Jets selecting Rondell Moore, wide receiver, Purdue. So we'll move on to the 24th overall pick. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, started off the season fantastic, then just kind of seemed to fall off a little bit. Carson, you're addressing this first pick with them. What do you got to do? Um, I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look for a guard, honestly, but they do need a safety and uh, Trevon – Morig uh, from TCU is still on the board. Um, pretty high ranking. He's kind of fallen a bit. Um, so I'm just going to have to go with him. Honestly, you know, Pittsburgh's known for their defense. I think, uh, you know, you got Minka, you lost Bud Dupree. Um, but, you know, I think this is a, a nice addition to their defense just to, you know, build back a little bit, a little bit younger for the Steelers. So I'm just going to go with, with Morig. All right. Trayvon Morig is off the board. So with pick 25, Jacksonville Jaguars with the trade. Uh, for the Jalen Ramsey, will be on the board at number 25. Chan, what's going on here? All right. So, I mean, we look at the, the Jaguars team as overall, they played horribly, right? Um, they had horrible season, and we looked at the defensive side of the ball, right? They finished 31st in sacks, and they finished 29th in tackles. And you look at the depth chart, this is a solid depth chart. They have Josh Allen hold this down. They have Miles Jackson, Joe Sherbert, uh, Schobert, and C.J. Henderson, right? Coming out of that, they were high on C.J. Henderson. And obviously their defense is not cutting it. So I think that what they're going to go with here is to increase their pressure, try to get the sack numbers up, try to get stuff up. So I think they're going to go for Carlos uh, Basham, defensive end, Wake Forest. All right. So, yes, Carlos Basham is off the board. So 26 overall pick, the Cleveland Browns, who finally were able to make the playoffs in a wonderful season, are on the board. Jose, what's Cleveland doing? Yeah, I mean, I think Cleveland right here really just needs to take the best defensive player available, um, you know, regardless of position. I mean, I think it's just something you could figure out later, develop them under, maybe package them. Um, and I think the best guy available on the defensive line right here is Jason Owe. I don't know how you pronounce it, but Owe. Uh, but, yeah, just a really physical edge. Put him opposite of, of Miles Garrett or just, you know, have him as a depth guy. Solid pick. All right. Love the pick. So we're moving on to 27. We got the Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. Um, looking at them, I think the number one need is pretty obvious here. Uh, they need to get themselves a wide receiver. But I think that's actually – that's wrong. I don't think the number one need is wide receiver entirely because I think edge is something that they have to address. But unfortunately, my ideal scenario was either to go Trayvon Morig uh, out of TCU or Jalen Phillips. I thought he was going to slide down there. But obviously, he's gone already in this mock draft. So I think a guy who – was very undershadowed in the LSU uh, record-breaking offense. Um, 
I will have the Baltimore Ravens selecting Terrace Marshall Jr., wide receiver, LSU. You know, a big body guy, um, especially, you know, alongside Marquise Brown, who's known for his speed. Terrace Marshall is obviously a speedster himself, but six foot three, 200. I think he's a guy that's going to work for them. You know, Devin Duvernay, Marquise Brown, let those guys play inside. Throw Terrace Marshall out there. And I think it's going to be a wonderful for uh, Lamar Jackson. He's going to love this guy. So Terrace Marshall Jr., wide receiver, LSU. So with the number 28 overall pick, we have the New Orleans Saints who managed to make their way out of half hell uh, so far. So Carson, what do you have uh, the Saints doing? Um, they need a cornerback. So I was I was looking for guys. Um, and I think Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, fits pretty well here. Uh, first team all ACC uh, you know, last season. Uh, I was debating between him and JC Horn. Um, I'm going to be honest, like, I don't know much about either. But I was like, you know what, Asante Samuel Jr. is pretty sick, so I'm just going to go with him, address the, you know, a need at cornerback. Um, and, yeah, just to bolster up that, that Saints defense. All right. And uh, opposite Lattimore. Like, Lattimore, you got him at safety. Like, or is, is Lattimore a cornerback? Or Lattimore's cornerback. They got yeah. Marcus yes. Williams and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Chauncey Yeah. Put him on the other side uh, with Lattimore. Like, you know, I like it, so. All right, and so Jenkins. Don't they have Malcolm Jenkins? Oh, yeah, Jenkins. Oh, well, Jenkins old. They though. do, he's yeah. Jenkins. Yeah. Jenkins on he's his on way out. He's on the Titans, yeah. I believe. I think he got cut. Oh, oh. really? Dang. Yes. So who are, who are the safeties for the for the Saints right now? Uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Uh, he also plays slot corner for them, but they also have Malcolm Jenkins and then Marcus Williams, the guy from oh. the Stephon Diggs catch. <laughs> oh no, he so just I, got his deal restructured. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah, he got. Yeah. Um, franchise tag, I think. All right, so move on. Pick 29, uh, Green Bay Packers, obviously Aaron Rodgers with an MVP season out there. I think they got to go out there, you know, get a wide receiver, but I'll let Chan handle this. Chan, what do you got to right, say? So, you know what? I'm, that's, that's what I was thinking. I'm, I'm looking at this pick. I see this, right? 29th pick. What are they going to do here? Last year, they got a lot of slack for, or they got, they got, I hate, I don't know if I can cuss on this, but they go got a... They got yeah, we do all I mean, the time. Look at this. They didn't take a receiver. And and even you can even see that. Aaron Rodgers said that the moment he saw they didn't take a receiver, he started drinking tequila. Obviously, he knows he needs weapons, but they're not going to give him weapons. I think if he was able to have an MVP season without any help, I think they're going to put him back out there and they're going to try to force. But they want a, a quarterback competition. So they want to see if Aaron Rodgers can keep going. If not, they're going to put in uh, uh, love, right? And with that being said, you guys watch the playoffs. Kevin King got destroyed right horrible that defense i i blame the defense for their their lack of ability to win in the playoffs because i think it's not Aaron Rodgers. so with that being said with the cornerbacks left on the clock or with on the board i think they're taking uh greg newsome cornerback northwestern all right a guy that actually has seen been rising up a lot of draft boards you know not someone that's particularly a hot name uh a lot a week few couple weeks ago you know people might have said jc horn here but Love the pick there. Northwestern had a fantastic defense. So with uh, pick number 30, the Buffalo Bills are on the clock. Obviously, Josh Allen and Diggs were an amazing connection this year. They will secure Emmanuel Sanders in free agency. But I think there's a lot of needs they still got to address. Um, they're the most complete team in the league. So, Jose, what do you got to do for the Bills? Yeah, I mean, we saw, um, you know, this, this Buffalo Bills offense kind of struggle on the running side of the ball. Uh, and I really want, as much as I want to take, you know, a guy like Travis Etienne or Najee Harris, I think with J.C. Horn still available, you've got to take him here. 
uh, you know, more depth, just have more depth in your secondary is never a bad thing. And especially when you're when you're going to be probably going up against the Chiefs. So J.C. Horn is my pick. I love the pick. So we got J.C. Horn headed to Buffalo. So 31st overall pick, uh, the runner-ups themselves, the Chiefs are on the clock. I think the most notable need they need to get is offensive tackle, but I also think something they need to look at is a wide receiver too. Uh, Sammy Watkins has been proven to be injury riddled. McCole Harbin is not the guy that um, people expected him to be coming out of college. You know, he's really just a fast guy that can run some jet sweeps. Um, also linebacker needs to be addressed. So um, would have loved uh, to secure um, the tackle uh, Terrell, Tevin Jenkins, from OSU, but obviously he was picked earlier. So we're going to go head over to Southern California. We're going to select Elijah Vera Tucker, tackle USC, a guy that is able to play inside and out. Um, in 2020, he played left tackle. 2019, he played left guard and uh, played right guard in 2018. Uh, obviously, some concerns given that um, Austin Jackson from USC was – uh, didn't turn out as well, but I think Elijah Vera Tucker's got the ability to move around the mobility. So we're going out of Elijah Vera Tucker here with the 31st pick. So in the last pick of the first round, um, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the clock. Obviously, we're able to dominate that Super Bowl. So Carson, what do you got to say? Um, well, you know, they got, they got guys like, uh, you know, JPP getting a little bit older. So I think, uh, you know, they should, you know, kind of re reload on that, uh, that defensive line and I haven't taken Aziz Ojalary. I'm probably messing that up. Uh, this guy is a monster from Georgia, uh, you know, eight and a half sacks. He had three in the, the peach bowl against in a win against Cincinnati. Um, and, you know, they do need a, an edge guy. So I haven't taken, uh, the man himself from Georgia, uh, with the last pick in the first round. All right, As so that is. concludes our Mock Draft 1.0 from the Coast to Coast podcast. Obviously, some guys that were left off, not taken, uh, most notably cornerback Mac Jones from Alabama, someone that I've seen have been a hot pick to be that 32nd overall pick. So we'll see what happens. But without further ado, we are going to conclude today's episode uh, Obviously, if you stuck around, thank you so much. You know what, Chan? You did a pretty good job today. You might give another yeah. Thank you, thank you. So, love so glad you guys had Shout out to Chan. Yeah, yeah love your input. So, look at Chan, call, man. Yeah, we're gonna call it tonight. So without further ado, <laughs> thank you. Thank signing you. out. Peace. <laughs>